Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. Our goal is to create a safe space for conversation, like like talking talking to your your best friends. Friends that have your back, that are encouraging, and that challenge you to not only improve your life, but yourself. Hi, everybody. It's Madison. And Priscilla. Welcome back to the Your House, My House podcast. And we're on podcast 12. How is that even possible? I don't know. All right. So today's topic is 2020, a recap. <laughs> what a year it's been. <laughs> I Seriously, feel like this been. is the first year that literally everyone I've talked to has had the same feelings about 2020. I honestly feel that so much. And I also feel like people don't even just... At this rate, everyone's just kind of fending for themselves. Like, I feel like we're living in um, the Hunger Games. Oh, close to it. We're close to it, yeah. I definitely feel it has, like what you said, like it has become much more, I don't want to say self-focused, but like intimate, like Mm -hmm. family Mm -hmm. focused. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to take care of like, our really close group of friends and our like close family Mm -hmm. these are the people who we can afford to have contact with and we can't really afford to have contact with anyone else which in some ways has feels like it's taken out the humanity out of the midwestern culture i'm laughing right now because i'm thinking back to like when the year first started when we were in marco and we we uh, there was a moment when i was in marco that we did our one of our meetings or something we were talking about like 2020 goals and financial goals, whatever. And I just thought, like had this thought pop in my head, like I should have known this year was gonna be crap when the plane, when I had that airplane experience. Oh. Like that was God's sign to me. (laughs) Like there's gonna be quite a a bit of turbulence this year and there absolutely was. But yeah, oops. Um, I oftentimes, like when I think about the start of the year, I think about our, me being, on island time and then having that conversation we had our our MVP meeting and we had all of these great incredible goals and then things were somewhat smooth and then I feel like we just got smacked right into this whole new world that nobody knew how to handle nobody and we just I feel like from that moment on we all just kind of had to figure it out by ourselves and fend for ourselves and like you know it's crazy looking back a couple months ago and like I I don't even know how it's been a year but it's crazy trying to like process you know mm-hmm. all that has even happened this year because it's been a lot yeah I've been saying 2020 is like this weird time warp where it's like you're going forward at warp speed. Like, how has this been 12 months? Yes. But then you also look back at all the stuff that you've gone through and you're like, how has it only been 12 12 months? months?" Oh, my gosh. Yes. That is a perfect way to describe that. Like, Like, my sense of time is completely skewed and I don't know if it's because of, like, lockdown, you know? Mm hmm yeah, because how long were we technically in lockdown? I think we, like, as the MVP we, team, were, like, almost, like, four months. Yeah, we were. Because we, lo- quarant- <sighs> we were responsible people. We quarantined before we the quarantine began. Actually, funny story. Right before, like, the world shut down, I want to say, like, it was We were two, two weeks. weeks ahead of. 
Yeah, yeah two weeks out. beforehand. Mary gives us this Marco Polo video, and she said, I'm just letting y'all know that you better have your stuff stacked up because they will lock they were gonna get shut in <laughs> or something around the lines of yeah. that and i remember feeling like what like oh gosh now now i was getting worried i think i literally stopped at target on my way home while she was recording or like sending that video to us and i picked up tons of like antibacterial products and PP? i went home i didn't grab okay Actually, so you're no, not Wait. Maybe I grabbed a little pack. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't, I didn't go overboard on the toilet paper. Um, but I remember like going home and just saying, Mom and Dad, like, no, you have to listen to me. Like, <laughs> something's going to happen and we have to be ready. And sure enough, two weeks later, we were all, we, and it slowly started by like schools closing. I remember my boyfriend's school started to close. And then it was only closed for like two weeks and then it turned into forever <laughs> well not forever but you know what the rest, of the rest of the year yeah so yeah i i feel like leading up to this like we're gonna kind of throw mary's husband under the bus uh, <laughs> only a little bit we can't speak for his true thoughts and feelings but from our perspective he was the one mm-hmm. who was mm-hmm. the turning point. COVID is going to kill us all. Like this <laughs> oh, is, right in the beginning, yes. This yeah. is like the end of the world. Yeah, we literally. That's how I felt. Yeah, that's literally how I felt. Remember, our anxiety was so so high. It was like I was through the scared rest. because he was like, no, like the five G yeah. and the, yeah, all the things. Yeah. So. Um, Maybe a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. Um, so, he, but he wasn't wrong about COVID. Like, it was going to be... No, he was dead on about that. Yeah. We were going to be shut down, right? Um, and so that's why we were kind of, like, all prepped. But then I feel like halfway through lockdown, the narrative changed. It totally changed. Mary's husband's narrative changed. Drew's narrative changed. Yes, he was like... I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it just has to, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fear kind of wore off. And Our fear just... definitely dissipated at one. There was, like, a turning point, and we, we went from being terrified of losing our lives to <laughs> knowing, like, hey, I think we'll be okay, but obviously we have to play a role in doing what we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that was just, it just feels like... <clears throat> We've gone from one end of the spectrum to the other. So for you, thinking back on 2020, obviously there was a lot of negatives. What was a positive for you? That's a good question. Good way to like turn things around. What was a positive thing that happened to you this year? Or multiple, if you have more. Um, Well, I think one of the things I was going to say, I think that I've been mentioning is that my antidepressant. Today is our first day of like official snow in Wisconsin here. Priscilla, as we're recording it. this, yeah. I'm feeling it. She, I'm feeling the is. Christmas vibes. This has never happened to me in my 25 years of living. This is the first time it's happened. So I'm giving credit to the antidepressant. I, on the other hand, am not so happy about it. But so yeah, so I feel like it's been maybe a year and a half on antidepressants. So I feel like it's finally like doing its thing hey that's and a great thing to, that's a great blessing yeah <laughs> feeling mentally well or trying to well i 
Last week I was gonna have a mental breakdown. Oh. It was real. I, I feel like I've been there many times. Last week was <laughs> especially this just, past two months. Yes, like when your brain's just not working, you have so many to dos, and it's just like all mumble jumbles. Yeah. yeah, I hate that feeling. So, twenty twenty, I guess, like I would say, from a from a work standpoint, has been an amazing year. For me, though, too, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, for branding clients, this is my first year doing, like, major branding shoots. Mm -hmm. Like, I've grown so much in my photography and videography skills. Mm -hmm. So that's been, like, really exciting. Yeah. And I finally feel like this might... I remember coming in and all the back end, like, different softwares and stuff that we had. Yeah. I was just, what even is this? There's no way I can keep track of all of this. I didn't say that out loud. But, like, there was, it, it should have lot. been apparent because, like, I was always asking, like, what program do I need to use this? There was a this? lot. So yeah. there was always, like, a, okay, I need to do this, and then, like, a questioning of, like, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have a QAT, Enhance, mm-hmm. Animoto. Um, what other pro? MailChimp. Pixie set, Dropbox, um, pretty much all of the Adobe's. Drives, all the Adobe's. Um, there's a lot of programming that yeah. goes on behind It's mostly like the back end, like yeah. the client relation management, the CRM. Mm-hmm. That I was just... Hats. I, I can't. I'm. <laughs> there was so much, which honestly, now that I think about it, is probably why I was not good at like looking at my to-dos on 17 Hats. Yeah. So because I just felt like... <laughs> there was so much like yes. to look at. I don't know. So that's another process. I've gosh, wow, I think I've been at the studio Marco for like Polo. a year. And a half. Then he had Marco Polo videos on top of all that. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, for a little this while right I think we were using is it Voxer? The- we started with Voxer. <sighs> and then we switched. <laughs> so we can now see each other's face. Yes. Which sometimes, Mark, if you don't have the Marco Polo app, there's those little squares that oh, it, it chooses, like, right. freeze frames of right. your face. Like, it's just like a it's so bad. film strip it's so bad. <laughs> of us at our, like, ugliest days. We have a lot ugliest. of, we, we should really, <gasps> you know what we should do? Take every single ugly photo of us ever taken by Mary during, like, prepping and replace them with all of these. <laughs> And have her walk in. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! She would I know what we're doing on April first. <laughs> Mary, we really hope you're not She's listening not to this. She's not gonna podcast. listen no. to this. Oh my gosh, we have to do it, Priscilla. <laughs> Take every oh bad photo of us, which there are so many. You guys, you have no idea. Have we saved them all? I feel like I've been deleting them, but maybe not. Well, I'm sure we could accumulate more. We could find more them. We'll just go through every client's yeah. folder. There's, there, yeah. The ones that are archived, though, we get rid of the raw files. So. Well, I guess we'll just, well, I'm sure that we'll find some. Well, we have, now that we know, we have from January <gasps> oh, to April. We can, like, just, like, just give the worst, like, dead pan faces January through April. We have to, yes. Oh my gosh, we have to do this. Oh my gosh. This is us like coming up with ideas. I don't know how we just have, just picture her walking in here and just seeing all of our bad faces in every single, now. We have to strategically plan this. We do. Because what if she had a client coming? 
We need to like come at night <laughs> with masks and all. Well, what is okay? Now I want to like actually look. April first. What is that day? Because like the worst would be if she came in with a client. <laughs> And all of our bad faces. <laughs> well, April 1st is a Thursday. She could just say, well, it's April Fool's and this well, is what my Friday she usually comes in. I just feel like we have to make it happen in some way. Just some way it has to happen. I don't happen. know what or how. We need to replace everything. Every single picture with ours. <laughs> I guess what's the worst is a client. You, all she has to do is, yeah, this was a my April's Fool's joke from my. What's the from worst? My, <laughs> just imagine her having a full day on Friday. And if you, for people listening, if you haven't ever been to the studio, you have no idea how many, like. There are so many photos. There are so like, many like, photos. I really want to count now. We'd really. <laughs> we'd had a, we would have a lot to replace. Oh my gosh, how did we come about this idea? I don't know, you're genius. 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 45, 46. I did. Okay, so like 50. A little more than 50. Yeah. Okay, we gotta really get the ball rolling on Yeah. Hold on, she had that, she took that really bad one of me today, yawning. <laughs> so like all of those bad ones we need to save, we need to save. That sounds awesome. Oh my gosh, I love how these conversations just get led okay. to like other. <laughs> Thank you for being part of our April Fool's planning. Prank. Yes, oh my gosh. Now let's see the follow through and let's actually do this. We're gonna, we're going to, this is perfect. This is so perfect. I love it. So, all right, back to 2020. Um, if you were to like sum up the year and all the things that you've gone through, is there like any big like lesson or takeaway? Oh boy, I I feel like this year has been such a blessing at the same time, but yet it's been almost a blur. Like like you were saying before, it feels like it just started mm -hmm. yet at the same time we've been doing this for longer than a year but when I think back to like my 2020 experience I've had a lot of really amazing life experiences happen like I Jordan and I bought our first home and we got our first puppy and we moved out of our parents houses and Jordan got his first big job and you know all those things those are really amazing blessings to think about but if I had to think about like if if COVID has shown me anything as hard as it has been on me to like not see, you know, like my great grandma or the, that sort of thing. I also am very blessed with the time that I have been able to spend, you know, with my family. Like when we first started quarantine, um, when that first was a thing, we literally would sit in my parents' kitchen and play cards. We would play, we'd have game nights every single night because that was all we really could do like was my mom my dad my sister both of our boyfriends we would literally sit there and play 31 for hours and I remember thinking like okay you know I kind of wanted to freeze time a little bit because we take those moments that we have for granted I know now that we're back into the busy season and like we um 
we've been almost so busy that it's like making our head and brains hurt. I think back to those times of us sitting, you know, or me sitting at home playing cards, my family, and just almost along for that again. So in the moment, it's it feels like, you know, it feels like forever, but after the moment's over, you look back and you're like, oh, well, if only, you know, I could, I wouldn't have taken that for granted or would have appreciated it more. So, did I just go on a really crazy tangent? No, that was good. Okay. I liked it. Um, I, like, now that you were talking about reminiscing, I feel... What was it like for you guys? I almost felt like it was kind of like the whole quarantine experience at the beginning of the year was very initially like isolating. Mm-hmm. Um, like I really love being with people. For, well, that and I still long for that. I still long yeah. for normalcy and human connection. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, it was just me and my husband, so yeah. it's kind of isolating. And we really didn't even like go see our family too much. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And then my husband took away shopping. He like he was afraid, so mm-hmm. he like he was just doing the shopping. So I was like, okay, so now I'm really in this house. Yeah. So I think there was like a whole month or two months where I didn't like even go out for. That's crazy. Anything. It's crazy to think back that we lived through that this year. Yeah. Wow. And so I like had a lot of anxiety just being at home, um, and like I created like a long to do list. Of all the things I need to catch up on that I've been putting off in my life. <laughs> I even think back oh, to, like, time. like when, when, during that time, Tiger King. Have you? Yes, we okay. watched Tiger King. Like, think about how when Tiger even, King exploded. How was that even? <laughs> that, that, honestly, thinking of that 2020. That like 2020. That about, like, the, throwing Tiger King into the mix just, like, sums up 2020. Honestly, if you look back and, like, you, like... <laughs> What? Like, what? Yeah. You think back of, like, what Tiger King was, and that sums up, a, that about sums up our year. Yeah. Carol Baskin kind of, kind killed her was. husband and whacked him. Yeah. <laughs> In the TikToks. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, I guess, in some way, though, like, it also made me more of a homebody. Oh, for was sure. it you or was it someone else who was having a conversation about how like home is our place now? You and I. I don't know if you and me had the conversation or if I had it with a different girlfriend, but basically the gist of the conversation is that um, I think it might have been you. Before twenty twenty, we would like go out to different places, mm. and like COVID has made like our homes our places yes. of not just like rest but like yes. hanging out with friends yes. and like which I do appreciate that about if you think about it in a weird way now it means we'll be in, I feel like we're more inclined to invite people over to our houses that's I I love that oh I so love that yeah you know because that was one thing that I had read I don't know if it was a year or two years ago was that Americans unlike say other countries tend to always go out for coffee or go out to dinner and they never friends. really have people at their homes i think it might have been one of the books i was reading about like saving money like just invite yourself or invite your friends over you can't invite yourself to your friend's house but you can invite them to your house and then hopefully they reciprocate and then so i feel like that might be like a culture shift that 2020 that's a blessing yeah blessing of a culture shift too for sure yeah 
for sure for sure because yeah we <laughs> we going out for coffee was a norm for me mm-hmm. and my me and my girlfriend it still kind of is it's like yeah get away from this whole well just yeah to like escape yeah. now that things are open up again um and then um what was i thinking crap no i'm just like wasting your space <laughs> Or bubbles, bubbles. Um, I was going to ask you a question, but I can't remember. I think back to, like, I don't know. I just feel like so much has happened this year. So much has happened this year. Getting back to, like, all the memories that happened, you know, right when COVID. And think back to, it's so funny because I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, like, weirdly, like, starting the year where I end, where I started it the first time. Like, I feel oh. like I never really even had a year. Like, I just You're stayed just in Marco restart. all this time. And I've, I've just been dreaming. This is just a nightmare. Yeah, this is all just a nightmare, and I'll wake up in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I know where I was going to go with uh, my question. I was going to ask you, um, and this doesn't have to be said in um, a this is what I've learned. It doesn't have to have like some great, I guess the way I'm trying to set this up, it doesn't have to have a great like nicely packaged oh, format. Oh, sure, a nice response. <laughs> nice, yeah. Sure. But what has 20, what has maybe 2020 done to your faith oh. journey? Or just what is your, where is your faith journey at? Where are you like with Jesus? Like, because we're both Christians. Like, yes. you know, so maybe it's not like 2020, like, strengthened my relationship or 2020 really challenged it. Like, you could say I, that. But maybe it's just, like, kind of, like, a baseline. So, ironically enough, before COVID even happened and hit back in January of last year, I, I don't even know if that was then, but I, someone recommended me to read the book Uninvited. And I know I mentioned that on here before. And I was in a, such a headspace where I was chasing other things to fulfill me and not necessarily God. And, you know, I was still very much into my faith, but I wasn't, I wasn't there, if that makes sense. I wasn't letting God fulfill my heart. I was allowing other things to do that for me. And so when that happened, when COVID happened, I was honestly in the process of um, just growing my relationship with Christ. Um, I was, I started reading that book and it definitely (laughs) broadened my horizons a lot. and kind of took me from one place to another place. And there was a lot of self-development, not just within myself, but also within my faith. And so there's been a lot of, I mean, this year's brought so much, like a lot of family, personal family stuff. And my sister has been going through a lot of personal health issues. And if there's anything that I've learned, it's that in times like this, I need Jesus the most because that's the only thing that can fulfill me and it was the same I had the same answer when my dad had cancer um we're so we're so quick to get mad at God and be like well what how could you do this to us why are you doing this to us but at the same time we need to know and understand that in the the moments of hardship and trial that he's the one that we need to lean on and 
you know, allow, guide us. So yeah, I definitely will say this year has significantly been a turning point within my faith. There's a lot of things that um, I've just, you know, been looking into. And um, the fact of the matter is, is that I truly feel and believe that Jesus is coming soon. And if I don't have my faith in the right place when that happens, then, you know, it's it's not going to be good. So, yeah, that's definitely where I've been with my faith. Okay, that's, about that's, you? that's beautiful. I love that. Um, I'm a little mixed in feeling. Like, I wouldn't say that I've, like, I've lost my face. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't think that would ever happen to me. Right, right. But um, I spent most of 2018, 2019, like, on my knees, like, begging and pleading oh, with I've been God there so for many change. Times. Oh, I've been there so many times. Every so, year, every year I've been there. Well, I mean, like, like religiously, sure. like when stuff was happening with my family, when like leading up to it, like there was just like this movement within my heart that I needed to be in this place of um, like constant prayer. And so I was given this book. Um, I think maybe I've talked about it, but my mother-in-law gave me this book and it was a prayer like basically a prayer book i think it's praying for your prodigal or whatever okay and like that's not the actual book title but that's like the general gist of it and so it's scriptures that you can pray and stuff like that and so i was on my knees i was praying for like protection and i was praying for just it was almost like this place of like sorrow and begging and pleading um and for some reason, it makes me think of that. There's an NF song um, about basically one of the lyrics is basically that people don't need believe in God until they need him type. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that I don't believe in God, but like in those in those years, like I needed him so, so much. And now um, with he answered my prayers in like wonderful ways i don't think miracles happen without like humans moving in accordance and in step with god um at this point like god wasn't just going to magically solve it he needed me to move in step with him and so that was that place and then in college i had like this really deeply like unifying with community through university and also with Mm -hmm. um just like learning about my faith intellectually but in 2020, even in the midst of all of this, I haven't felt like the need to turn to God, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of left me. I don't even know how I can say that in the midst of like a pandemic and all the stuff mm-hmm. we've been through in 2020. But to me, it hasn't even like yeah touched what I what 18 and 19 were. So 2020 almost felt like I was relying more on myself. I really feel like we should do our next podcast on this topic because I have so much I could say yeah. about this topic. And now that we're like unraveling and I'm like, you're, you're telling me like, I I feel that so much because every year, every year for the last eight years, there's been some big event in my life. 
and it's I've been there like I've been where you're where you've been I've felt those feelings too and I feel like a lot of people might have yeah so what do we even think we would call that next podcast like relying um leaning on God during trials like how our journey of what it's like to lean on God during trials because the thing is even with trials there have been so many times for myself where I've been pissed off like mad at God for allowing you know certain life experiences to happen to me which has caused me to turn away sometimes Mm. not fully but I mean there were moments where in my life where I was like well screw you I don't like talking saying that out loud Mm -hmm. but like you know you're doing this to me so why should why should I have faith in you if this is what you're doing Mm -hmm. and at the same time there have been moments of you know no I need you Lord like you're my only um you're my only stability and Mm -hmm. and I think that's the journey of being a Christian is you're going to have both of those experiences but learn but understanding you know how to ultimately just trust in God's plan and understand that even if we don't understand, He does, mm-hmm. and He has something greater than we went that than we know. Yeah, I love the idea of doing another podcast on that. So I guess I'll just like briefly wrap up my 2020. Yeah. Um, in terms of the facing, and then we can yeah. like move on to recording our next podcast. Um, but basically, um. I've done a couple, I've done a devotion. I was listening to Charlotte Gamble. Mm-hmm. She's in the UK. Yep. Um, and like some of that, like, so I did their, like her and Natalie Grant's. Yep. Yeah. Like devotional, the first one. That's been good. But I start, picked up the second one. I've picked it up twice now and I have just haven't continued on. It's written well, but I just haven't been able to like nurture that. I think during lockdown, I had a lot of time to like, nurture my reading my bible yeah and um devotions and then as soon as it picked up the stress of like going back into everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's almost like you know what do they say idle hands are the mm-hmm. devil's workhouse mm-hmm. or whatever i almost feel like it's the opposite in 2020 in america like if you're busy he can keep you yes. focused on other things yes. than your relationship with god yes and so that's really what the second half like because I did do devotions and I was like working on my reading my bible and stuff when we were quarantining but like the second half coming out of quarantine I've just yeah just felt yeah the rush of life oh 100 because I feel like we got just like thrown back into the world mm-hmm. like okay we just strung you guys out now go try and figure yourselves out again and it's been hard to do that. Yeah. So we'll see what 2021 has because 2020 has certainly been interesting. <laughs> it sure has. Thank you guys for listening. Yes, thank you. Did this resonate with you? Subscribe to our podcast today. Talk, Talk soon. soon. So your host next week? Heck yeah. Can't wait. <laughs>